In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, and we're brought to you locally by our good friends at Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. Daryl, so much to talk about as we get set for this game against Seattle where your team is 4-2. and two. If you look at the standings, you should be smiling, but there's a whole lot of turmoil going around Berea right now trying to figure out things. So Deshaun Watson officially ruled out for Sunday, and P.J. Walker will be playing Sunday, the starting quarterback. So, Daryl, take me through the Deshaun Watson, uh, day, the day in the life of Deshaun Watson. Well, we're not day-to-day now. <laughs> we're week-to-week. That's week. true, we're not. So, yes. uh, salute to the Cleveland Browns. for They, they got this one right. Uh, good job out of them. There's no drama. There's no suspense. It's going to shut him down for the week. He'll just do rehab, uh, no practice, no game on Sunday. It's PJ Walker's show. Um, you know, uh, Kevin Stefanski said that there's residual swelling in the shoulder as a result of that. So hit. isn't it, is that an advancement? Is that a reoccurring injury? Is that something that is aggravating the situation? And I hate to say this, but you asked the perfect question because I think we were all thinking of it when he said that it was um, uh, that there was inflammation or more inflammation. I think that's swelling. Some, swelling, same thing. That that happened. So that made me think, oh, where are we on the timeline? And and I thought you were perfect for bringing that up. Yeah, and uh, Kevin gave a great answer without answering the question because <laughs> uh, right now I think Andy, that is the question, right? Um, and I, I kind of chuckled because Tuesday night, all you know, what happened was let, let's dial this back. Let's rewind for a moment. Let's rewind the timeline for a second. Right. Okay. So Tuesday on, I think Fox sports radio, I think that's who Brady Quinn works for. I did not oh, have this, this is a good, my, this is the juicy story. Keep going. I, I did not have this on my Browns bingo card for the 2023 season, but so, so Brady Quinn goes on the air <coughs> and he, he, these are his words. He he called Deshaun Watson a trust fund baby, basically, because he got the $230 million contract. So Quinn now insinuated that Deshaun is mailing it in. Like, he is just going to cash his check with the Cleveland Browns, and that is a, a big part of him not being available, not playing, whatever. I will say this. I thought that was unprofessional. Brady. So can I ask you really quick farther? Daryl, we had a big debate about this, that Jeff and I had a big debate. Do you look at Brady Quinn, and, and, and as I know what you're talking about here, do you look at Brown's quarterback, or do you look at him as a member of the media? Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's both, Andy. He's he's both a former Browns quarterback, but he's also a member of the media. And, it, it, and when you go on your radio show or whatever, or a radio show, and you basically question a guy's toughness and accuse him of not playing – uh, or using an, inju- an injury as an excuse not to play, I think you're crossing a line there. That, that I mean, uh, you know, that's something I will never do. I will never question a player's toughness. Can I criticize why Deshaun Watson was unavailable to play 11 games la- uh, last season? Absolutely, 100%. To me, that's fair game. Um, but to accuse a player of just cashing a check, I think that that crosses a line. So what happened was is um, Deshaun's quarterback coach, and number one public defender on social media 
you know, uh, jumps on X, formerly known as Twitter, and, uh, you know, basically, uh, it, I'm going to give you the PG version of uh, the post. He just basically, oh, hey, Brady, uh, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you're just sitting behind a microphone gossiping like a little high school chick. Uh, this is from Quincy Avery. This is Deshaun's uh, quarterbacks coach. Uh, and then, uh, you Let's know, Brady, forget and, was, yeah, Brady yeah. had a little dig in there. Yeah, yeah go well, ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to it here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Brady, you know, says, hey, you know, come talk anytime you want in person, open invite, whatever. Avery responds, I just saw you Saturday and, you know, nothing really I want to uh, talk to you about. And then that's when Brady, uh, you know, says, I didn't see you or whatever. And throws in the dig, uh, you know, how, uh, you know, how about we, th this is what Quinn posted, quote, uh, back to Quincy Avery, quote, how about we massage this conversation and get it to a happy ending? Does that sound satisfactory? Um, and then it gets even more uh, interesting because Matt Leinert posts at Brady, hey, you know, Brady, how you doing? You okay? Whatever, something along those lines. And then Quinn again fires off. I just got done with a massage. Uh, you know, I'm fine. Um, and and it's like, look, Deshaun certainly has opened himself up to the the criticism and the jokes. I, I get that, but you're a member of the media now, Brady. And you know, I, I just I don't know that that's like the 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 best look to be throwing out there. Now you have the luxury. You're not in the Browns locker room anymore. You don't have to face Deshaun Watson. You don't have to face Deshaun's teammates. So it's easy for you to lob those grenades on social media like that. I just, I wouldn't have gone there, you know? Uh, well, there, there's always been, especially if you live in Columbus where, you know, Brady's from. Right. There has always been, uh, I'll go back to the mid-90s even, and later than that, that there was always a feeling that former players can say whatever they want, but yeah. media can't say everything. Yeah, and you know, look if you want to, if you want to make those jokes in private, or in the studio in private when the mics are up, fine. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that's happened. That has happened all across the country um, since those accusations became public. But um, I, I just I don't know that that was appropriate. Because here's the thing: the, the story isn't that. Like, no, it's not. And, and how I view that situation now and why I have focused all my Deshaun coverage on football is because by our legal justice system, Deshaun Watson is satisfying the, the court in, in the sense of he has paid restitution to the accusers via settlements to their lawsuits. I think he still has the two pending. Um, no uh, charge no criminal charges were brought against him uh, when uh, prosecutors looked into his alleged misconduct they did not find uh, you know sufficient evidence to move forward with a criminal case and and so you know th that's why now yes that is part of Deshaun Watson's story it will continue to be part of his story and it will always be part of his story uh, you know for the remainder of his career as well as life but like right now, that's immaterial to what's going on. And I, I just, you know, and I I find it interesting. And Kevin Stefanski made sure. And, and so what happened, the reason I brought all that stuff up, Andy, because I think what happened on Wednesday was 
a response because shortly after that whole exchange took place very publicly on X, then all the NFL insiders pop out with sources tell me that this is what's going on with Deshaun Watson's shoulder. And clearly that came from Deshaun's camp. They wanted the word out there that, hey, he's not here just cashing checks from the Cleveland Browns. His shoulder is jacked up. This is what's wrong with it, et cetera. Now, Mm -hmm. the fact that the NFL insiders tried to make the four- to six-week thing like that was some sort of breaking news was a little bit ridiculous because I last week specifically asked Deshaun about the timetable related to the rotator cuff because when you get checked out, the doc tells you what your recovery time is looking like. Estimated, yes, estimated. And Deshaun eventually got to it but said four- to six-week injury based on the research and what he has heard, et cetera, right? So that leads us to Wednesday. And Kevin Stefanski coming out and doing two things. One, putting to rest. Deshaun's not practicing. He's not playing this week. It's P.J. Walker against the Seahawks. That's one. Two, Stefanski multiple times saying, Deshaun is trying like hell to get out there. This is not a lack of effort. This is not a lack of commitment. This is not a lack of leadership. This is not uh, him cashing a check. Uh, I'm throwing that last part in there. Right. But, you know, he made it a point multiple times to come to Deshaun's defense of this injury. And, you know, that, again, I think was a direct response of everything that took place Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening on that social media platform to make it clear Deshaun's not available this week. We're going to shut him down. They're swelling. Now, here's the other concern that I have, Andy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is with the swelling or the the additional swelling that has ta- – the residual swelling, I believe, is the words that uh, uh, Kevin Stefanski used. Rewind to what Deshaun said again last week. Um. Sorry, I just got a text. I had to read it for a second. That's all right. Um, last week he said this. It took until the. It took about a week for the swelling to go down in the shoulder. So Saturday night before the Ravens game, or the Saturday I should say before the Ravens game, got the MRI, got the results or whatever. After that swelling went down, and that's where they discovered the significance of the injury. Okay, now so my question is because Stefanski says there's no structural damage, uh, there's no additional damage, whatever, it's just swelling and everything's hunky-dory and fine. Right. Aside from my timeline question, question number two is, well, if there's swelling in the shoulder, does he have to go back for another MRI when that uh, swelling goes down again to make sure that there is an additional damage? Because if the swelling in the shoulder prevented them from seeing the original injury, right? Right then why is it not reasonable to expect that the swelling is going to prevent them from seeing the extent of this particular injury? So there's a lot to, to there's just so many tentacles to this particular situation involving Deshaun more than just he's out this week against Seattle. Uh, we, we have no idea what the timeline is. I don't think we still have uh, uh, an accurate diagnosis uh, or timetable for going forward now because of this swelling again i'm just remembering what we had heard before right and unfortunately for the browns andrew berry kevin stefanski ended up both being dead wrong that this was not going to be a long-term injury because as we go now this officially is a long-term injury you're talking a month plus 
that Watson will have been dealing with this. So, Daryl, let me. Uh, I'm going to leave this, and we're going to go to break. The other part of the thing that I thought about the inflammation today was, what if the micro tear got a little bigger on yeah. the hit in the game? I mean, we just don't know, and that's why the timeline is is the big question here. So, all right, let's come back. Not to be low key on timelines and trying to figure out, you know, what what path we're actually on, but. Uh, let's come back. I want to talk more about that. I want to talk about some awards that were handed out today. And I also want to get into what I thought was really interesting and no one talked about, the lakefront development. Because if you look at the stadium, looks a little different in that lakefront development uh, model that you've seen. So I, want, I definitely want to get to that. It's always game day in Cleveland.